Hello and welcome to Nerd Punches Nerd, the only podcast where a bunch of nerds pretend to physically fight over minor pop culture minutia. I'm Jeremy, here once again with fellow superhero watchers, Benji and Sam. Hello, gang. Hi. What up? Hello, gang. <laughs> uh, today we're going to be just chatting about some of the movies that we have seen that are comic book nerd related that we haven't really had a chance to have a little bit of a discussion about specifically mm-hmm. that's wonder woman and guardians of the galaxy 2 now i mean i've seen spider-man mr spider-man homecoming and i've mm-hmm. also seen thor ragnarok jeff goldblum edition mm-hmm. and they're both good movies <laughs> uh <laughs> definitely most important part yeah <laughs> he is he is uh he's great he's great i'm sure he is <laughs> i have no doubt yeah, reprising yeah. his role from Jurassic Park. He always right. plays well, the same role. <laughs> Doctor Doctor Ian Malcolm. He kind of is Goldblum. playing himself. Uh, yes, that's the point. Jeff Goldblum and everything. But you guys have both seen Wonder Woman and you've both seen Guardians of the Galaxy two, so mm-hmm. that's what we're going to be talking about. First, we'll do Wonder Woman for a bit, and we're going to switch over to Guardians. And in honor of the first of those movies, which is Wonder Woman, our opening question is a simple one. So we all know by virtue of royal decree that Stanley is required <laughs> to be like a cameo in essentially all the Marvel movies, with very few also, exceptions. Is he is he in all the X Men ones too? I forgot. Yes, again with okay, very great. few exceptions. Like he does the Spider Man ones and all that. Uh, like he was he in the X Men ones? Yes. Really? Again, very few exceptions. Yeah. Like you know. Like He's he the only was, one I didn't want to see just as much as Jeff Goldblum. Right. He was in Deadpool, for example. Uh, he was. He's been in. Oh, like, he was in Deadpool. Yeah. I think he. I don't think he was in Logan. I don't know. Maybe he was. I don't remember. Uh, we did see that Benji and I. Uh, you didn't see it though, Sam, right? No, not yet. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that. But the guy has never really made a cameo in the DC movies, which makes sense. So our question is: If he had made a cameo in Wonder Woman. What would that cameo have been? So uh, let's start around the bend with Mr. Benj. And Mr. Benj, what's your answer? I feel like you guys are going to have a much more like original thought out one. But I was thinking he could be on. Um, he could be some like uh, World War One like general, like American guy. This is more of a World War Two aesthetic, but you know, with a you know his big mustache and chomping on a cigar with a with the uh, with um, like a helmet on his head and. You know, Eisen, not Eisenhower. Um, I'm thinking uh, Patton and um, and uh, MacArthur were both in World War One, though they weren't they weren't as old as Stanley or close to that age during that time. But they were. But I was thinking, like, if they had, you know, if they had just some like, you know, well known American general, like, he could just be something, someone barking orders with a cigar in his mouth. Okay, so like in that room with all the you know, War of Council people. Right. Yeah. That's that's great. Yeah. Okay. Great point. All right, Sam. So, Benji kind of stole my answer. Um, ah, my plan all along. I Jeff yes. Goldblumed you. That Very. <laughs> I just want to insert Jeff Goldblum and everything until you guys realize all along I've been Jeff Goldblum. Ah, <laughs> so <laughs> clever. Your podcast. Very, very clever of you. So yeah, so my my idea was that not that not that he would be a general, but that he would be like one of those like you know um, politicians deliberating in the war room. Um, but mm-hmm. not as an American, as as like one of the British guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would be really hilarious to see Stan Lee like doing a really really bad, bad British, British accent. accent. Oh yeah, a yeah. really terrible <laughs> British accent. That's true. Of that's true. That's that's and, what I want. And like right. he would not. I was thinking like he would not be. You can't really have Stan Lee be like a German. Like I mean, he's too like oh, no. he's of too much not. of an American icon and stuff. So like well, you yeah. like uh, I think mean, uh, the British thing could fit, but like well I sort of felt like you know he either plays like sort of conspicuous things or like sort of like casual things with like mild thematic connections so my thinking is sort of the same thing he has a bad british accent but he's the guy that sells ice cream to wonder woman as oh. walk on the street and he's like ice cream there miss <laughs> For the lady. <laughs> Iced cream. Well, yeah, Only know. a tuppence, governor. 
Exactly. He also, he, <laughs> That's kind of he, he could, yeah, he could have, but yeah. Yeah, I like this thing of him doing a bad British accent. I feel like he would he would ham it up and do it great. Like right. he could have even been weren't they in a library at one point? He could have just been like a mm-hmm. you know British librarian. Yeah, but he's already anyway. done library stuff. I I, I just oh. like the idea of him like you know I feel you know he could also be like in uh, I don't want him to be in the village because they all get killed. Uh, mm. But you know he could be like in the British pub or something. That's true. Know, like a bartender. Like the bartender. Actually. Or you could be just like a foreign soldier there, you know, or yeah. whatever, and just like I'll have what she's having. <laughs> <laughs> that is a line they would give him. <laughs> it, it doesn't exactly make sense. Right. I was thinking like when like she throws the guy across the room. Right, yeah, right. It's like, it does make sense. I'll actually. have what she's having. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> well done. Okay. Good job, so let's all right. So let's get into the movie first. Let's just go around and say. So what overall did you think of Wonder Woman? Um, maybe I'll start. Um, go first. So so overall, I really liked it, and um, uh, it was um, you know, it wasn't obviously it wasn't the perfect movie, and I don't know if it was even like up there in the top five of comic books, but I think it, comic book movies, but it's. It's it's kind of like a I feel like it's kind of between on the more good side kind of between just like a typical or you know fluff um, comic book movie and one of the ones with substance it was kind of like between those and had a little more substance I mean I wouldn't say it had like immense you know substance to it nor did it necessarily need to but um, I you know I thought Gal Gadot did a really terrific job with it um, I thought it was it was a pretty strong um, it was a pretty strong plot I thought the beginning with like her training and stuff, or her backstory stuff. That I don't think that was that great. It wasn't terrible, um, and but I was really impressed with how they did the love story. I think they did that really, really well. I think both of the what's 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 the name of the guy again? Chris. The it's Chris. See if you can guess. His no, last name. the actor. Oh my god. It, it is Chris. Ben. Yeah, the actor's name is Chris. That wasn't a, yeah. Yes, but last name, whatever. It doesn't. I'm not, I'm not gonna do this. <laughs> but basically, his name is Chris, all American Chris. Chris Washington, Chris Washington Jefferson Lincoln. Um, it's Chris Pine, Benj. Chris Pine. Oh, uh, there we go. Right, right. He also um, played Kirk in Star Trek. Yes, yes. I, I just, I just forgot. I just blanked out his last name. That's all it was. I know who he well, is. Well, anyway, a lot of so, he, so, yeah. <laughs> so, so he, um. He um, he did a really. I mean, he they really complemented each other in in a, in a really good way. Did a really good job and built up a love story. So that also wasn't dumb. Like wired, as it wasn't like they just inserted a love story. So I thought they did it really well. Um, you know, also without making it so that so that she like somehow lost her powers or some I don't know or something like dumb where all right. she wanted was to fall in love. And I think obviously they were focusing on that, but it still felt real. Um, um, the the. I think one of the um, issues I have with with I mean this has more to do with the marketing side. Like I know they were marketing it, you know, to like you know this whole like um, I know they wanted to you know uh, play up that it's that, it, that it's the big um, female superhero. But the problem I have with that is it's not like there have never been female superheroes before, you know, or anything like that. I felt like they were kind of pushing it as if like this is like the this is like the first one, you know, oh, and, and it making is. it like that. I'm, I'm actually going to disagree with you there, Benji. Know, Benji. She is she actually... She kind of is the first one yeah. who, who has had... The first female superhero who has had, like, a, a even remotely decent movie. Maybe my only thing is I don't like how underappreciated <laughs> Jessica Jones is, and I just want <laughs> to... That's different. That's, that's a, a TV, TV show. show. It's not a movie. I know, I know. Yeah, well, listen, I but mean, there obviously... But there have been, I mean... Yes, Jean Grey is a superhero. I mean, I would well, count, I mean, you know, I, ne- I never saw Elektra. Um, well, I don't want, know if that really counts. Yeah, it does, but it's a, it's a, you know, it's, it's a terrible movie. That we're not talking about that. Like, first of all, Wonder Woman, just as a character, is a is one of the oldest that has yeah. ever existed. Uh, no, it's not such a bit. Yeah, I mean, maybe it is just the Jessica know, Jones are... thing and how much I I don't like it. Oh being... no, don't get me wrong, <laughs> Benji. I love Jessica Jones. I thought that show was amazing, yeah. but it's also you know a TV show on like Netflix exclusive. You know, like it's not. Um, know, it doesn't I'm have fine. nearly the kind of reach that that this movie had. Right. 
also it's darker. It's not as, you know, it's, 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 you could, you know, you could say it's empowering, but like in a different way, you know, than what, obviously, you know, this is like the big super, right. well, superhero. It's ever. also, you know, it was also uh, led by a female showrunner, just like how Patty Jenkins directed Wonder Woman. You know? Right. So right. You, right. You, get, you right. kind of get that behind and that well, that's, makes a difference. That's that, that's what I'm saying, and also the, how I feel that Jessica Jones was was I think the best. And we've talked about this. But I think the best out of any of the Netflix Marvel stuff, and I just you know I just really liked it. But whatever. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, Benji, I'm I'm with, totally with you there. I love Jessica Jones. I also think it was probably the best Marvel show, and I think it's fantastic, and everybody should watch it. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, like, it doesn't. It doesn't have the same cachet. Yeah. That, that yeah, Wonder Woman right. has. Well, Not, Wonder like, Woman. Most, you know, I think there was a, it, there was always interesting stuff leading up to it because there was obviously a lot of pressure put on it, right? You know, mm. because uh, unfairly, basically anything that doesn't star just a single white guy, you know, as the lead is sort of like you know is considered a risk. It's like right, you know, I, people, I think it's changing though. I think it, that that's where things yeah, changing now. Well, it, it is, is, but it's starting not, to change. It's still yeah. there. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know. Marvel is now. I think they. I think they realized a little late. Like ah, crap. We should have done the Captain Marvel thing sooner, because mm. they could or a Black Widow thing. But one. Of, I think I told you before. One of the issues with the whole Marvel women thing is that Ike Perlnutter, who, you know, was one of these was like kind of was in charge of Marvel Studios stuff, and he was very much opposed to. Let's just say females led movies because he didn't mm. think that girls were interested in comic book marketing mm. or which is like totally not true <laughs> so like he didn't want there to be like a black widow toy you know mm. you know or like gamora toys and stuff like that you know and then basically kevin feige kind of did a bit of a coup and went over his head and kind of got control of all the marvel studios stuff so he was mm-hmm. ike perlmutter wasn't fired but he's like he basically does other stuff at Disney, but so now well, like and also, so and also I should, they have more. Fr- I was just saying they have more freedom to do this kind of thing. But the truth is, Wonder Woman right. got there first, right? Now, and we, was, you know, we talked about you know how cool it would be if Marvel had done a Black Widow movie and like yeah, you know yeah, how they are going to do a Black Panther is, movie. Right. So that's going to be a first. Well, know, for, well I also also stuff. say I also say like like in. I, maybe part of it is like just my proclivity towards you know liking some of the the the, the darker stuff anyway because DC not not overall all the time but but like but um you know because like don't get me wrong like I think it's great that there that you know a lot of people found it very empowering and and you know and I'm I'm so glad that it was a really good movie but um but like um I'm trying to Wonder Woman but the thing is is like I anyway would like something better like jessica jones anyway and then you know black widow is also a little bit of a darker character i mean you know wonder woman is one of the big like dc like you know superpower like positive you know uh people you know she has some darkness there you know she's still in that she's still in that yeah, well, realm of like warrior. yeah exactly but, you know i think that's right, true yeah. anyway uh before you correct me i mean i know blade was a like a black hero of sorts, but I don't really count him in the same sort of generic comic book movies because people didn't think of Blade as a comic book movie. So, yeah, you know, and so it wasn't really built like that, right? Right. It was, no, it was, it was just built as sort of like a... These, these days it probably movie. would be. Yeah. These well, days it probably right. would be. Yeah. Right, yeah, it's true. They didn't... When when Blade came out, they didn't really make a big deal about like, oh, it's a black superhero. Like, they didn't really make a big deal about him being a superhero at all, like right. a comic mm-hmm. book. Like he is based on a comic book character, but but nobody really talked about that. They were just like, oh, it's an action it was, movie. Yeah, it was it has incidental, vampires. you know. You know, every, like, you know, it wasn't like he part wasn't of he wasn't viewed. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't part of the marketing at all. Right. So, mm-hmm. I think you have a lot of good points with that. I think the opening, there are some fun pieces to it, but a lot of it, yeah. And, some, and there's some stuff that pays off well later, but there's also a lot of drag in it. Yeah, well. it was like five to ten minutes too long, I felt like. It wasn't a big problem, it didn't ruin it. Could have been it, but it did... a little bit. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. There are, you know, Wonder Woman has a very interesting history. You know, like, the there's a lot of sort of, um, you know, sort of like sadomasochism stuff in a lot of her early comics. Right. A lot of bondage is a big part of it. So, in fact, <laughs> right. one of her, like, her, one of her few weaknesses is that is being tied up. 
Like if she gets tied, <laughs> basically if she allows herself to get tied up, she kind of is helpless. I know. Like, <laughs> like where's that even from? Like where's it from? It's, even it's from no, no, uh, no, William. Was... It's from William Marsters and his wife. No, 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 William no. Marsters. Yeah, who was like this? Like he was this crazy guy. Well, oh. don't don't just put it on him. He and his wife were both into this kind of stuff. His right. wife wrote a lot more than she was probably credited for for Wonder Woman because you know. Mm. That when I, no, when no, I say I crazy saying... guy, I mean, like, he was actually, like, crazy in real life. Like, he had, he believed in all of this, like, free love stuff, and he, like, he had, like, two wives. Like, he was, he was in, he had, like, a, a, well, a polygamous marriage. Um, what? Why are you saying was, well? I mean, it's it probably amorous because they both shared her. It, you know, it, it, to say polygamous okay. is to imply <laughs> that, only, that he was the only one being intimate with either of them. But that is not the case. It was so fine. Did, it was a it was a group marriage. So did they base kind did he of. base Wonder Woman off of his wife? Is that the whole uh, thing? No, he based Wonder did Woman she based off on of stuff? the lover. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like physically. His biggest weakness was. <laughs> well, anyway. The, right. Anyway, it was no, no, like, no, no, like, like, like a big scandal. The only thing, no, no. The only thing I'm asking is like, what was their logic behind why she, the superhero did? I'm not saying why they came up with it. I meant why, like, like that. Why tying? Why tying up with like made it? <laughs> well, because bondage was a big thing. Is she tied up other people with her magic lasso? Oh, and, you know, okay. sort of like a thing. It was just like right. this. You know, they want. You know, they wanted to give her some kind of weakness, I guess. But I don't know. The there was only one point where she was kind of confined, and that was at the end of the movie, when you know Ares kind of like you know wraps a bunch of like metal around her. And right. That was, was that supposed only, to be a nod to it? I think, think? so. Without getting into like the bondagey stuff, and <laughs> because she didn't just get stuck, she was able to break out of it. Right. You know? So, I I thought it was interesting how they did that because the classic Wonder Woman story is kind of just whatever she just she's just wonder woman but later on they had the they came up with the idea that she was made from like clay and hmm. that you know that her you know, mother... like from athena is probably based off of the athena thing sort of i mean that's not how athena well, that's not athena's not a, myth but exactly i mean this is a much more recent you know, character but the idea was that basically all the amazons they didn't you know they couldn't have kids because they were just women that you know were just on an island by themselves and they had these they were like they were super powerful but they were just you know they could live forever unless they were killed but they couldn't have kids mm -hmm. but hippolyta who you know really wanted a kid so she prayed to the gods and the gods basically breathed life into this clay statue and mm -hmm. became this became wonder woman so that was her daughter effectively even if it wasn't like through like physical birth now, I think that's a pretty cool backstory. Yeah. Now they did do yeah. it obviously like that for this movie. They did it that where Zeus was actually her father, which is sort of an interesting right. angle. Which right. is interesting mm. also because in Thor he's also like a thunder god kind of character. So I feel like wait, it, wait they said Ares was her father? No, Zeus was. I thought he said Ares for a second. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. I, uh, yeah, that, that's that's what that was saying. a twist. I know. I heard a lot. I know a lot of people were worried it would happen. Because there's a lot of sort of father issue stuff in a lot of these comic book movies. Right. Yeah. And it's nice that it's not like, oh, she didn't have to, like, refute her father or fight her father at the end. Mm -hmm. But, you know, getting strength from him instead. Or even getting revenge. Maybe there'll be something later. Nice. Well, yeah, but it was it would have been more cliched to be, like, to be, I am your father. Oh, right, right. How many times right. have we heard this already? Right, so right. I was glad yeah, they didn't go I, that angle. I'm yeah, I'm also glad they didn't go that route. Now, what did you think Definitely. of David Thewlis? You know. Oh wait, can I before we before yeah, yeah, we get yeah. down okay. into the details? Yeah. I, you know, can I just I want to give my my overall. All right, impression. let's hear it. Yeah, yeah. So I definitely liked the movie a lot. Um, I thought most of it was like really strong. Um, and I like I wouldn't I wouldn't put it in like my top handful of like the very very best comic book movies that i've seen but it's it's definitely you know in the upper range somewhere mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. you know like like definitely one of the better ones and and like you know in some ways it was kind of like the same old story that we've seen but in some ways it wasn't yeah you know like mm -hmm. it it kind of reminds in some ways of like captain america because it's like a period piece although it's about world war one instead of world war two yeah um 
in in some ways it, it's kind of reminiscent of like Thor because you have this like fish out of water story with like this like godlike being who like comes to like live among mortals. Um, but there's just like a different tone to it because yeah. and I, maybe this is specifically because of like Gaga Dot and like you know just like her take on the character, but like there was something like that was like not I mean it was charismatic, but not just charismatic, but like a little different in seeing that, like, you know, the most powerful character is this woman, and she, like, has this, you know, the way she, she like, addresses, she's, like, very head-on. It's funny, like, you know, um, in, in some ways she's very Israeli, her, her character. <laughs> well, her know, accent certainly is. Her, not yeah. just her accent, but her, her like, personality. Just mm-hmm. the way that she's, like, she's, yeah. like, very no-nonsense, um, yeah. you know, and just, like, um, she's she's... Just no, that sort I'm of like, charge you, ahead, Aries, like it's... Aries is the no, no, eh, eh, no. Aries, Aries. <laughs> How you say? In, uh, right. Aries, she's very yeah. stubborn. Um, <laughs> right. She tend, she argues a lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. No, but um, but I thought it was it was it was cool to see a movie with like, where like the hero is the woman and the man is is like the sidekick, which yeah, you know we haven't really that, seen too much of. But he's at like all. the sex symbol. Right. Yeah. And like, you know, I really liked Chris Pine and the way that he was able yeah. to like he was great. have like Definitely. like a strong, likable character who also was able to like sort of step aside and yeah. let one woman, you know, be the like center stage. Right. And um, also he, he also was heroic. What I like about it too is like yeah. he was a psychic, but it wasn't like they're trying to make a point of like being being like being like, Oh, he's gonna be like a bumbling idiot, you know what I mean? It's more of right. like he was heroic too, it was just that she was clearly way more powerful. Right. You know, and and, and the actual ever... hero has been played differently. Uh, he's often been like damsel in distress character mm. for Wonder Woman in a lot of these stories. Uh, but, you know, the original, like a lot of the original Wonder Woman stuff was from like World War Two because it's sort of mm. like, it makes sense. And that's what, you know, that I would say that's a weakness of the world building, but not the movie. Where, like, mm-hmm. what, she didn't fight the Nazis? Now, maybe it will turn out that she did later. That they, they just might the same. Oh, probably. Did. But I mean, yeah. it seems kind of crazy. I'm, I'm trying to think of what the what's the male version of a damsel. Um, <laughs> it's also a damsel. I don't know. Right. Is, is really... I was like, I was like, waif. No, that's also kind of female. Like, what's a? Um... <laughs> well, you see, there you go. That's it's right. intentionally like what's the... no, but there are, there are word. words for like sort of like a, a like you know like young, man. fragile man. Well, I mean, damsel. I mean, literally means like you know like a maiden. Right. So what would be like the guy version of that? A nerd? <laughs> that's us. That's us, fellas. A twink, maybe? I'm I was trying to. Like... That, that, that means that means something different, though. I mean, that's. A... <laughs> so. Help me out, Benj. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's move. You're on an here. expert on this, Benj. Um, um, so I want to. I want to. So there are a couple of things that I want to bring up. So. We all think. think oh no! Wait, we, before before we get to that, I'm sorry. Just right. one more thing. I want to say one thing. I didn't like so much about it was the villains. I thought the yeah. villains kind of felt flat. They were mm-hmm. like very conventional, right. yeah. very like cartoonish. You know, mm-hmm. especially um, the the Germans, um, Doctor Poison, and and what was the general's name? I don't even remember. General German. Right. <laughs> I I literally saw this movie um, like less than a week ago but i i can't remember <laughs> yeah he's like you know what i think would be great nazism not i know it's not this war but i think it would be great right yeah, yeah. <laughs> um anyway like they were they were like very cartoonish you know like like there were just scenes of them like just like you know doing their like evil maniacal laugh and well I, right, it was just right. like very like over the top it's like haven't haven't we moved past this already you know in superhero movies haven't we moved well, on to like actual villains? Uh, and then like you have Ares, who was also like pretty flat. Well, you know. okay, so you're talking about Ludendorff, who is actually Ludendorff, based on yeah. a real person, a real mm-hmm. you know German general that with that name, <laughs> I mean, he was a real person. But yeah. uh, I think that he was fine to me. He wasn't particularly interesting. Yeah. He was, re- I mean, the thing is, is he was kind of like a red herring because he was was trying to trick you mm-hmm. the whole right. time. Yeah. Uh, I liked the beginning of Ares' stuff, but when they started just, like, CGI fighting, it wasn't as interesting. Yes. Yeah. 
Yes, you know, I, uh, I also strongly agree with that. You know, because I feel like when he was just like weird, creepy guy, well, he just happens mm-hmm. to look like David Thewlis. And, and isn't it creepy that it, he isn't like this crazy, giant, super buff guy, but right. he's still clearly incredibly dangerous? I was like, oh, this is kind yeah. of a cool take on it. Yeah, and I, I like how that. I like how like she would like try to like charge at him and you would just be gone. And it's like, oh, see, yeah. I like that because it's like you know, a lot most of the versions of Ares is basically like a giant, you know, fighting punch guy. You know, like mm-hmm. including yeah. the DC Comics version, who has often been Wonder Woman's enemy. So I like that version, but then like later he basically yeah. turned into that version. Uh, I yeah, because his... because the thing is, if he's the god, if he's the god of war, then it's kind of cool if he can like treasure war and be behind the scenes, so that you don't, you know, you don't see, you don't to see him, you know, charge with his. I... Yeah, yeah, I agree. I like yeah. that yeah. like idea where he was saying, "I'm not the god of war. That's just what people call me." Right. Wow. Yeah, I, I actually I did like that too because I like you know I like the idea of him saying humans are just trash. We can agree, mm-hmm. right? They're trash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. But uh, I mean, the worst hasn't even happened yet with the, you know for humans by World War One, although that was a pretty brutal war, obviously. Uh, mm-hmm. But I want to just like talk about some of the other characters because I feel like I have differing opinions on on them. Um, like I found like so the, in general the Amazons to be fine, uh, you know. Like I think that you know Robin Wright is great in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at, she didn't. She was really like the only Amazon with any personality. Like they had like, oh, yeah. here's the senator and here's her teacher. It's like, okay. Was that Renee Russo? Who was... No. Yeah. Connie oh. Nielsen uh, played Hippolyta. She was in um, 300. Hmm. Not, not. Wait, no, I'm getting confused. No, she was in um, Gladiator. Sorry. <laughs> I know another one. Uh, okay. Uh, Lucy Davis from The Office played Etta Candy, who's another classic Wonder Woman sidekick character. Right. I thought she was all right. Um, I, the specific thing I liked the best about her was that one line where they kind of made fun of the glasses thing. When he like puts the glasses on, he's like, oh, so now she's just the most beautiful woman you've ever seen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I like that. Uh her their their team of ragamuffins i found um i would say yeah uh the scottish guy was okay in that it gave Uh, her something to sort of like show like you know uh how you don't have to fight in all cases uh samir was like "Eh." he didn't he his character was like whatever uh and the chief i found kind of racist he literally uses smoke signals to save the day. I don't know. That's a little. Yeah, I feel like they were trying to like to like. I feel like it it, it, it achieved the, like you were saying. You felt a little racist. Like I felt like they were trying to do the opposite of that, and it just yeah. ended up being stereotypical. You well, know, <laughs> like his yeah. like. So that actor's actual name is Eugene Brave Rock, and if he had just had that great name, name. that would yeah. have been all right. Just use a real name. No, con- less confusion That's a good point. on the set. It is actually, pretty, you, you, Eugene like, is like an old like, name. It's, and then, it's, yeah. it's Eugene. Eugene Brave Rock, but just call me Eugene. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I agree. Like, I, I mean, know, I guess just... Eugene isn't really a very heroic name. But whatever. I mean, the Brave chief, Rock is like, I mean, is like a, a great... Brave Rock is an awesome name. That's yeah, a great... That's great. Because <laughs> you know, like, if he just... If, like, he would just call Brave Rock, and he's like, actually, so listen, Brave Rock is my last name. My first name's actually Eugene. Don't tell the, don't tell the guys. <laughs> I mean... I don't yes. know. It's just like so no. That like, actually that that uh, would have been that would have been really good. Yeah, it, I really think that's great. Now, uh, it was interesting. You know, there are definitely um, other issues with it, uh, like the Amazons were you know just were um, sort of a little. Uh, they really only had like like white people mainly as main characters. And consider, you know, there were a couple other, you know, people in the background, but essentially it was just, you know, white people. Right. Now, I understand, like, how these things are, but the truth is they're Amazon, so do whatever yeah. you want. It's sort of like right. we've had these discussions before, like, you know, when it comes to, like, you know, you know race switching and stuff, it's, I feel like there are some cases where you're going to change the character because of like power dynamics, like you know, a you know a Batman who's black is different from a Batman who's white because mm-hmm. you know he comes from a different place. It's not that you right. couldn't do it, but it's a, it, you'd have to come up with a new story. 
Whereas mm-hmm. like Lord of the Rings, who cares? They're all yeah. functional things. You know, right. there's no reason elves or hobbits or the humans in them have to be white, and the orcs are technically kind of black because that's sort of what happened. Right. So, I feel like you know there was always they just need to be Cockney. <laughs> right. Exactly. And in the case of the Amazons, they're essentially fictional mortal warrior people, and it's like I don't know. You could have done a little bit more with that. Yeah. So, I mean, also, I mean, I yeah. I, I mean, also, also the the the. Uh, I mean, they're like the island is supposed to be at least sort of close to the Mediterranean or something. Where's where's the island supposed to be? I think yeah. it's supposed to be in the Mediterranean yeah, somewhere. Think, yeah, so there's no you don't need them to be all white. Yeah, so. right. Well, also they could be from anywhere. You know, you could have right. you know Middle Eastern, uh, East Asian, South Asian. You know, you could have people from anywhere really because again, they're, right. they're Amazons, so who right. cares? Yeah, but, I mean, it it really does. I think they because there were you did see some people of color in the background on yes, on Themyscira, but like they right. didn't. You're right, they didn't do a good job of like giving actual like like positions of prominence to the people of color. You know who could do it? Was it what's her name? Tandy. What's the the, Tandy the woman Newton? from Tandy? Yeah, she could do it. Sure. I mean, listen. There's she, there's she could plenty, be one of the like. There's plenty know. of actors that could have you know played characters. You know, we don't. Yeah. We're not star for choices on this uh but this is just sort of like so that like some of the issues i have in general i found i feel like i had a more positive feeling than negative certainly Mm -hmm. i think you know it's definitely the best of the dc movies and i don't hate them as much as a lot of people i'm not talking about green lantern um of the new dc movies because i still think you know the batman trilogy is like up there you know i mean i think dark knight is still number one for me and batman Mm -hmm. begins is the second best uh, hmm. And Dark Knight Rises, I don't think is as good as Wonder Woman. Hmm. But yeah, yeah. it is interesting. I've had interesting conversations with people, and some people don't like Wonder Woman. They found it like you know they thought the story was stupid or something like that. Um, and I feel like the positives you get out of it, like I really found like there was like that when she goes into the trench for the first time, you know, I felt like that was a very stirring moment. I really like that to have that kind of like emotional. Feeling. Yeah. You know, I thought that was good. Yeah, and, and you know that's that's why sometimes you know a movie that can make you feel something, I feel like is going to raise its estimation at least in my book. Yeah. So that's sort of that's sort of like my general feeling, and you know, I I don't I don't really feel like the need to be like I got to see it again and again and again. You know, right. I I'm happy for people who feel that kind of connection. Uh, for me, it doesn't have that kind of lingering strength to it. I'm really more interested in seeing a Wonder Woman 2 at this point. Yeah. 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 And I mean, like, you know, yeah. I, I saw Wonder, Wonder Woman a second time. The first time I saw it in the theaters, and the second time it was, like, you know, on a TV screen, and it's, like, a very different experience. Right. Like, seeing it yeah. the second time, it just, like, didn't impress me as much. And, it, like, maybe mm-hmm. that was because of the small screen, or, you know, it's, like, different than watching it in the theater. But also, like, seeing it again, like, there were moments that I really liked, but, um, you know, but it, it didn't... It didn't wow me quite as much the second time. Like, the first time I walked out and I was like, that was, like, a really great movie. And then the second time I watched mm-hmm. it and I was like, I still enjoyed yeah. it, but, but it was, wasn't, it wasn't like, amazing. It's, yeah. a, it's a good movie. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's good. I mean, I think I think the, the, big th- is, the big thing for me, as I was saying, like, like, I thought some of the things that saved it, you could say, made it really good, was I thought, you know, the love story was really well done. And then also Gal Gadot really was a star in it. I mean, she was, I mean, obviously she's the star of the movie, but she's, yeah. she does oh, yeah, have I a agree. star. She's just, it's, just very charismatic. Oh, absolutely. So she, she, she's, she carries the movie. She right, is right. Wonder Woman. She, right. And she's um, great. She's not, so, you know, I would say it is a strong performance. You know, <clears> she, like, I actually think that her, like, lighter scenes are, are actually her best. Just like going, like yeah. they're exploring in London and just being like yeah. befuddled. Yeah. What, what is like? What is the modern world of man? Right. Uh, we talked yeah, about the a, ice cream There's a lot of like scene. little moments that's, which that's are great. nice. Uh, yeah. Ice, yeah. Ice cream is actually a classic Wonder Woman inside joke. Like basically every version, like they're like the Wonder Woman cartoon. It's been in like the uh, Justice League animated series and the comics where she like eats ice cream and is like, "This is damn good." <laughs> that, that's a good, a nice thing. You know, and the other thing too is that it's also just I, what I was happy about was it's about time DC like shows up, you know, with their movies. Yeah, like, like they, yeah, they, they haven't in yeah. since really Batman, really. I mean, like, if there, I don't, are there other examples where they've well, we'll shown up? See I, about Justice League. It's gotten kind of mixed right. reviews, but 
Uh, I have a feeling I'm going to like it more than a lot of critics. I've already talked to some people who uh, went to see it mm-hmm. uh, this week, and they, you know, some of the critics are like, yeah, I didn't think it was, you know, it was bad. You know, I kind of enjoyed it. You know, they had, like, issues with it, but, you know, and then I heard some people like, oh, that was terrible. But, you know, she was one of the, my critic friends was saying, like, she left, and it was very interesting, like, hearing the people talking as they left the theater, because she's like, some people are like, oh, it, so much worse than Wonder Woman. Other people are like, wow, it's so much better than Wonder Woman. Mm. And it's like, well, okay. So that's yeah. interesting, but... I have a feeling it's not. It's not gonna, yeah, it's, I'm. I'm gonna just <laughs> guess that it's not better than Wonder Woman. Right. Yeah. I'm so, just gonna put that out there. Anyway. All right. I think. I, uh, well, let's hope. Let's also hope that Aqua. I really hope Aquaman is good. I hope Aquaman shows up because Jason Momoa is great. So. Well, he is in Justice League because he's in the trailer. What do you mean? You hope he shows up? He's like one of the stars. No. no, no, no. Are they gonna have an Aquaman movie? Oh, I meant. Oh, so I show up in the metaphorical, Maybe. in the metaphorical uh, sense. Yeah, I hope that I think that they're kind of. We'll see. Is the big answer the questions now? Like, obviously they're gonna have another Wonder Woman because that was a huge success. But uh, for the other characters, mm. all right. So let's uh, let's wrap that up and move on to Guardians of the Galaxy Dose. And I also want to start with sort of the same question, which is like, what's your overall feeling about it? Um, okay. Um, I liked it a lot. I think I was more impacted by the first one, but Jeremy, you said that as you watched it more times, you've liked it even more, which I could see happening. Um, you know, I, what I liked about it is it didn't, it didn't seem to really like, I don't think it lost its like luster of like the, the you know, lost its way. If you want to say it's not as good as the first one, I could see you saying that, but I don't think it kind of like jumped the shark or really just started being like, you know, there's a way there, there's a way that sometimes um, shows or movies or, you know sequels or whatever will do this thing where it's like oh you all know this character and he does this awesome thing and it just doesn't really fit with the story and there's nothing really special about it um, I thought they averted that and that problem and, and did well um, and I thought you know Kurt Russell was really great I thought that was a really good just addition you know and he, he was also just great as like a guy from like like the 70s or whatever just like he just really like you know, just really looked that part, whether it was 60s or 70s, and, um, um, yeah, that was, I mean, I just, in general, like, I, like, um, I, I think that was the strongest part, which, which, which makes sense, I think the strongest part for me was, um, Peter and his, and his dad, um, that relationship, yeah, that was, that was, that was really, really good, and, um, what, uh, who's, who's it, was it Nostalgia Chick who did the, uh, well, Lindsay Ellis is her name. Um, she doesn't go by that name anymore. Oh, she doesn't go by that name. She's not. Yeah. She's not affiliated with the okay. with that guy anymore. Uh, she did, just, she, her analysis was really good, actually. I agree. I, Sam, I thought, have you yeah. seen Lindsay Ellis's uh, video on the Guardians of the Galaxy two? No, I used to All be right. a big fan of Lindsay Ellis, but I've kind of stopped following her. All um, right. She's still really good. Yeah. Uh, I've seen like everything she does. Some of them are better than others, but like she's had some really in, you know insightful comments and things. And she got into like it was called the complex feels of Guardians of the Galaxy two, and she was talking about like you know her personal feelings about it, like how it connected to her, and getting into like you know why she felt like it was emotionally a stronger movie than than Wonder Woman actually. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I'll, I'll send it to you later. Maybe I'll. Maybe I'll put a link uh, below the, yeah. the podcast. But she, she, we'll check it out. Well, uh, she was just basically making the argument. Were you going to say, Jeremy? What she yeah, was saying? Or, yeah, well, I, what I liked about it, I mean, she's in some sense, you know, you could focus it on Peter and Gamora, but she was making a a, um, a larger point about the character. She was saying, you know, people wondering just just beyond the whole thing of people trying to think, oh, when are they going to get together or something like that, beyond just the typical trope. She was just making a general point about, you know, what was very smart about how they designed the characters, which is just they're all pretty damaged people. And so, you know, you know, she was saying, like, Peter's, like, pretty immature, socially immature, and Gamara's, you know, like, traumatized. So it's not like a simple... It's not like a simple thing. We're like, oh, they should just be, you know, they, uh, getting to, getting together. But they also – but it's also not hit over the head at that point. You know, it's just – it just it just doesn't happen. I mean maybe it will happen in the future. But, but I mean if they keep – Tim Gunn, that's the screenwriter, James right? James Gunn. James Gunn, Tim, what, oh, Tim whatever. Gunn. Uh, Tim Gunn is the guy who does <laughs> like Project One Way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> same thing. He could do a great job. And, yeah, James yes. Gunn, who uh, wrote and directed it. 
and uh, and his brother. Yeah. Uh, what's his brother's name? Sean Sean Gunn. Sean Gunn. Who, who they like... call him the Three Guns because Tim Gunn yeah. is the main one. Sim, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what yeah. did you think of uh, the movie? So I really liked Guardians too. Um, I've, I mean, it, I liked it a lot. I thought I thought that parts of it were very moving. Um, I did think it, you know, I mean, it was very funny, very entertaining. I also definitely liked Kurt Russell. Um, I think that, like, to compare it to Guardians 1, I think it wasn't quite as funny as Guardians 1. Yeah, um, I agree, actually. I think although that's true. My, my wife disagrees with me. Um, and also, I think that it doesn't quite hang together as much as Guardians 1. There's like a few parts that kind of drag. There's like there's more characters. There's more plots, and some of those some of those bits don't quite work. Like in particular, I'm thinking of like some of the stuff with like Yondu and the Ravagers, you know, with like Sylvester Stallone. Like we're like, why is <laughs> Sylvester Stallone even in this movie? Oh you know, no, no, that, like, that uh, he he didn't act well, but thematically it made perfect sense. I mean. Thematically, yes, but it just, you know, I mean, it just didn't. That I mean, he could have been Jeff Goldblum, so you know. Yeah, I know he's he's no Jeff Goldblum. I think the only issue is that he just acted kind of stiffly. I think the character as written was made sense. Uh, I mean, but there there were a lot of things that I really liked. I mean, you know, I liked, um, you know, um, uh, what's his name, uh, Dave Bautista. Um, right. Drax. Drax. Right, right. I liked Drax's relationship with Mantis. Mm-hmm. I liked oh, yeah. that I they agree. that they really kind of brought Nebula to the fore and like made mm-hmm. the Nebula into like a, you know a relevant character and like had her like in Gamara kind of have their like weird sisterly rivalry, but they like actually mm-hmm. love each other. Like it was it was like kind of nice to see that. Um, and of course, like you know the stuff with Peter, Peter and and um, Ego and Peter and Yondu. You know that stuff was really good, and and Rocket. I'm also like a big fan of of Rocket. I know a lot of people mm-hmm. find him annoying. Well, they're um, wrong. They're wrong. But, but he really he really is. You know, I mean, like both of the Guardians movies are very much about family. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, and like the the theme of both of them is really like you know family are like you know the people that you love, even if you don't like them. You know, and they're not necessarily related to you, but like right. you know, but like that's your family, and like Rocket you know, plays a very important role in, like, Mm -hmm. he's the one who, like, he wants to be loved more than anyone, but he's also, like, so afraid of it that he, like, puts everyone away. Yeah, he doesn't think he's deserving. Right. He's, like, worse than Yondu, you know? Yeah. Well, that's that's the whole point, where Yondu And and Rocket comes with Yondu. Like, they, like, there's there's a lot of different pairings of people, like, emotionally and and in terms of, like, relationship-wise within this movie, which which is kind of nice to see, like, you know, how they all, like, sort of have, like, different connections with each other. Um, mm-hmm. So, so I mean, like, I definitely liked that, uh, you know, and it, it is, it is like a nice movie. It's moving. It is very funny. Um, you know, it's very entertaining. Um, okay. And it was, I think it was definitely a worthy sequel to, to the original Guardians, which is a movie that I, that I dearly, dearly love. Uh-huh. Well, all right. I, I, yeah, I think you know you have a lot of great points. Uh, for me, it's my favorite movie of the year at this point. Uh, I loved it. Uh, I saw it three times. Uh, the first time I saw it, I was like, "Yeah, that was good." Not as good as the first one. I saw it again, and I was like, "Wow, I like this better." And I saw it a third time, and I was like wrecked, man. I was crying <laughs> so hard, and I was yeah. like, "This movie's amazing." So that was that was really interesting because I saw Wonder Woman twice and the second time I was like, okay, yeah, it's still good, but I wasn't like blown away. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, and like so like there's all these like layers that I didn't realize. Like in the first scene, the there's like it's like everything happens about Baby Groot. Like every character has like a like a sort of moment with him mm-hmm. where they're like doing <laughs> some kind of like parenting thing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't pick up on that the first time I saw the movie. Uh, you know, I think it's great. You know, I, I also think there's all these great, like, I, I hate to like quote Lizzie Ellis again, because I just think her, it's just her analysis is so good on this movie. Like she was talking about, like, there's a lot about the toxic masculinity and how like Drax is a very interesting character because he has like no hangups about that kind of thing. He talks yeah. like about, you know, his parents having sex openly and lovingly. 
You know, he has, <laughs> he's like that, that moment where he, he, he's reminded of his, you know, murdered daughter and Mandis touches him. She bursts into tears, but his face is just like, he's like, has a smile and it's like, Oh, they're both acting so well in the scene. Yeah. There's so much going on. I was yeah. so impressed. And like, yeah. this is a guy, he's in touch with his emotions. That's right. Like, essentially, because he's like, the destroyer, like, you know, he, basically, he's, nothing, yeah. you know, Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's. No that's I think that's kind of the you know like, some yeah. of the humor, but also like not just the humor, but like something nice from his movies. Like mm-hmm. he's this like you know muscle bound idiot character who you would think would be like the most macho of them all, but in, in like like Jeremy said, he's he's like more in touch with his emotions than any of them, yeah. and he's uh, like not ashamed of it at all. He just he thinks it's it's like perfectly manly. Yeah. You know? So he's just like great. totally subverting think, that whole concept of like you know the like macho. Great. Yeah, you know, such a great way to write that character. Yeah, um, I think bar none, you know, Ego is the best one-off villain where mm-hmm. Marvel has ever had. I mean, Loki's probably the best mm-hmm. overall, but he's not a one-off because he's been in like a couple movies. Um, but I think like Ego is is he really is good. You know, he has like a very specific connection. He kind of explains things that were kind of plot holes in the first movie. You know, he and everything like kind of connects. Like his name is like thematically appropriate, you know, as well. Just the like it's all about like his ego, the ego. He represents ego because he can't like right. you know, he can't allow himself to feel. I mean, there's all these like not great, just that, but like, like he's he's so much is like he's defined by his ego to the point that like even like he wants to be a father to Peter, but like really it's all about himself. Yeah, like, he wants everything, everything he to wants, be him. He wants Peter to like be <laughs> him. And to like yeah, help yeah. him help the galaxy become him. Like it, everything comes back to like it's all about him, and like he like nothing outside of him is like important or meaningful. Right. Not even his own son. And did, cause yeah. didn't even didn't even that was the whole thing. Yondu actually did know early on. He was like he's like that guy's an ass. I don't, what what did yeah. he say about him in yeah, the first in movie? In the first he's, movie. In the first like, movie. It's like he's like you know well I mean I'm kind of, he's like I'm kind of glad we didn't give him to his dad. He's like yeah that guy's an asshole. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, well, and, I mean, he is. I mean, it's true. Right. Yeah. And you watch the movie, uh, and you're not you're not supposed to know if like Yandu is telling the truth or if he's just like being Yandu. But like, it turns out actually he was totally right. God. Yeah. yeah, the, Yandu, yeah. the Yandu arc is so good. Yeah. I mean, like the, the, the truth is the Mary Poppins line. As funny as it was the first time, I was like crying the second time <laughs> I saw that in the theater because I was like, oh my god, look at. I was like looking at Peter. Like Peter had the face of like, oh. He has no idea I'm making fun of him. He just he just thinks so. I got it, and he's like, "Yeah, he's pretty cool." And I was like, "Oh, see, I just like love that like little the little bit, you know." I think like it's such a great ensemble movie, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's not as funny as the first one, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I think well, Thor Ragnarok is a funnier movie than Guardians Two, but I don't think it's a better movie. Right. So, so it's interesting what you're saying, Jeremy. Now that you're now that you're saying this, you're saying the third time. So, there's something important here that sometimes we forget about, which is what may be happening. Why it wasn't as big of a thing is because it's just when something's such a monumental movie, you know, like the first Guardians of the Galaxy, there is a comparison that happens. So, the fact that actually there isn't a lot of being like, oh, it sucked. It wasn't. It wasn't. Like I don't. I haven't heard a lot of negative stuff about the second one. That probably speaks to it being even pretty, pretty pretty awesome because i mean at least i would imagine so because a lot of times when there's a monumental movie the one afterwards like it isn't close and people like, hate on it even more so you know what i mean so right. i think so so i so i mean it, it's, it's important to recognize that but yeah right but i'm but saying yeah. Jeremy, the fact that you that you that you liked it you know you thought that way about the second or third time you know i think speaks yeah to that and it's bit. and it really like jeremy you're really like sort of highlighting something which is that like the original guardians movie like people said, oh, it's a comedy. It's funny. It's like a it's like a comedy action movie. But really, it had a strong emotional core. Mm-hmm. And the second Guardians movie, like, says, you know what? Like the essence of this, you know, of this thing that we're doing is not comedy. It's the emotion. Like, mm-hmm. you know, comedy is important, and we're going to be funny. But like, you know, we want the audience to like feel feelings when they're watching our characters. You know, like that's what this is about, and that yeah. I think is what makes it a better movie yeah. than you know than like so like like Thor Ragnarok or even better right. than Wonder well, Woman. Wonder I... Woman had like a little yeah. bit of that, but it, yeah, but, but Wonder I, Woman uh... doesn't have that kind of emotional stuff. 
that that Guardians Two has, or even Guardians One. It has moments, but it's not like a throughout. It's not like it doesn't end in that kind of place because it has right. to. Right. One of the problems with like Wonder Woman is like they have to end, kind of like mm-hmm. before they don't. First of right. all, but they feel like they have to end like before Justice League type of thing. Mm-hmm. But for me, I feel like you know there's another point that I heard like you know the movie ends looking at Rocket's face, and mm-hmm. you know and it's sort of like mm. it's as he's kind of like realizing as he sees the physical evidence that people can be forgiven for doing terrible things yeah. if they deserve it. And right. also, cause the movie also makes a point. Some people don't deserve forgiveness because ego doesn't. Yeah. He, he doesn't, you know, there's no remorse in any sense. He went over the line. He isn't trying. Mm-hmm. Yandu did try. He did, you know, he sacrificed himself to do, you know, to save his son, basically his surrogate son. Uh, mm-hmm. And, I look at a lot of these movies, and movies in general, but also comic book movies, a lot of times they just end kind of like, eh. Like, you're yeah. like, oh, that was a, oh. Mm. And that's that's a problem with a lot of movies. Even the first Guardians had a little bit of a, a little mm, ending, like where they're basically like, oh, that's weird. Peter, it seems like you're like half of some kind of alien. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay. Right. Well, yeah. And even if that's true, it's just like, it's kind of clunky. And... Well. You know, yeah. like, and especially because there are a lot of things leading up to that which were so great beforehand. That well, like, I mean, like, I thought that, I mean, the climax of that movie was, was really strong. Yeah. It was really strong. It's really outstanding. It's just, like, you're talking about, like, the, like, sort of afterward, you know, the, it's almost almost like an epilogue. Yeah, but it wasn't the epilogue. Like, no, it, was like, it wasn't. I, I, it wasn't really. It's not like, not like in Wonder credits. Woman, how, like, the last scene of Wonder Woman is, like, in the present day when she's, like, in the Louvre, you know, instead of being, like, you know, taking place like back during World War One, like that actually is like an epilogue almost. Yeah, but, which I thought was fine. But it was fine. yeah, it was fine, yeah. but it wasn't like fine. particularly go. good. Yeah, like well, the Pixar is a franchise. Yeah, right. Dark yeah. Knight had a great ending. Yes. You know, I mean, people can make fun of it now, but like the whole, you know, he's the you know the hero we need. You know, like we. You know, need as opposed to the one yeah. we deserve. You know, everything and like, as he like, you know, the Hans Zimmer music as he just like drives off. Well, now it's just iconic, yeah. so that's like, I know, but, it's a, but, it, it, but it worked. People, at the people time. do make fun of that, but the fact is that that movie I thought had a fantastic ending. Like you, I remember right. you watch you watch that movie and you watch the ending, and like I was just sitting there like, wow, oh, like yeah. I had no idea yeah. that a comic book movie could be that good. Yeah, well, obviously, yeah. it changed the game. I mean, we and, all know that. Yeah. We all know. Yeah. I mean, Benji and I saw it in the theater, and, you know, do you remember what you said to me, Benj? What did I say? Uh, he said, well, that was a pretty effing, you know, great. <laughs> Only, you yeah. didn't, Only you didn't say effing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, real good, Benji. Um, but, uh, oh, that, but... <laughs> that's a quote, Benji, that's a reference to Guardians 2. I was, uh, oh, was going to say, is this is this podcast rated PG thirteen all of a sudden? Mm-hmm. It isn't, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I had, to, I had to put that in there. Um, Me PG thirteen. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, Dark Knight. I mean, you know, Spider Man was sort of a precursor. I mean, I mean, we can get well. I guess Batman Begins was, um, sure, which is also sure. kind of underrated, just because it's in the shadow of Dark Knight. But um, but X-Men anyway, didn't, none of the X Men had really great endings. Oh, no, no, it. like in, like the actual. I, I, I'm not gonna listen to this nonsense, uh, Sam. Let's ignore this. Because <laughs> even even first class was like, why did she he erase her memory? Yeah. You know. <laughs> I don't even remember X, that. X2 was amazing. <laughs> Who, Who erased whose memory? At the end of first class, he erases um, uh, what's her name's memory, uh, Moira Moira McTaggart's memory for her protection. I guess I don't know. And we're, we're not gonna, we're not going to spoil it, Jeremy. But Logan had a good ending too. Uh, sure, it's not impossible for comic book movies to have good endings. That's not. What I I'm know. Saying. You you, you <laughs> just, just have say, these weird ideas about X Men. It's rare. I'm just saying. The point is, Jeremy's wrong with X Men movies. Okay, that's all I'm saying. We don't. All right, let's, we're not going <laughs> to no, argue more about X Men. It's okay, Jeremy. You're, too you're much right. mustard and tuna is too much mustard and tuna. Um, <laughs> call back. <laughs> but the, the yonder uh, days. Um, no, but but um, oh, I don't even remember what the fuck I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're we agree about that. The thing is, like, you know, these are kind of like interesting circumstances. Oh, I know what I was gonna say. Sorry, to interrupt. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Well, what is this? That you know. 
it's a common problem for a lot of movies that I'm like, oh, I like this movie. And then it, the ending is kind of like, oh, well, at least I like most of it. You know, yeah. like that kind of thing. And, you know, what's like, and like Wonder Woman had a kind of like fine ending. Right. Guardians was just like, it had like a perfect ending to me. I mm-hmm. mean, it was just like, mm-hmm. wow, that that's great. And I don't count the post-credits thing. Those are just like silly little things. You know, there's right. a lot of, there's a lot of Easter egg little things. Um, did you catch the, did you understand the Stan Lee reference in that, in the Guardians? I don't remember. Uh, as they're like zooming past planets, there's like Stanley with a bunch of weird bald aliens. Right, they're oh, called right, like right, the, right, right, the right. monitors or something. I forget the watchers. The watchers. The watchers. Yeah, you're 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 close. They're, and they're the only one who really used them was Grant Morrison, right? The only one who like really used them. <laughs> <laughs> no, people used them. Uh, Neil Gaiman had a whole thing in his um, oh. like 1602 book, but uh, the. The monitors uh, were actually like a classic, like Kirby, Fantastic Four invention thing. I think right. they must have gotten permission to use that as part of their Spider-Man deal uh, with Sony to use some characters and stuff. But yeah, they're really interesting because there was a, there's a long been like a, a common fan theory that Stanley is a Watcher. Yeah, uh, the Watchers are sort of like these immortal beings that basically just watch everything in the Marvel universe, but never interact. You know, never do anything. They just watch constantly. Right. And like anytime anything of import happens, they're there watching. But that's it. That's well, it all. makes sense to have Stan Lee as like one of you know it's, it's the kind of he, author you know. Right. Like, well, he's commentary. like their informant. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. that was that was cute. Uh, and, uh, you know, I like that they brought back Seth Green as Howard the Duck in the beginning. You know, once you go duck, you are a robot or whatever. <laughs> you're always, once you go duck, you're always in luck. I think that was, it was something like that. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, I guess he's still here. Um, I I didn't know that was Seth Green. That's funny. Uh, you didn't? Yeah. Like, it is great voices. Uh, there are a lot of, like, weird things where I was like, I don't know what the hell this is referencing. And then, like, I, I looked it up after the movie and, like, oh, okay. Like, Miley Cyrus played, like, the robot voice of that weird, like, robot radio at the end of the movie where they're doing, like, the Sylvester Stallone and Michelle Yeoh and Vic Rames, like, getting the team back together. You probably didn't notice that Miley no. Cyrus played the voice of the robot. No, I did not. <laughs> what's that supposed to, what's I, that supposed to signify? Nothing. It's just like another weird cameo. There's a lot of that kind of stuff. There's like little references and stuff. Those are fine. I don't have a problem with it. Certainly, I feel like you know, Guardians, as virtue of being like a weird space movie, feels like it has more freedom to just go weird with yeah. stuff and just yeah. like go out yeah, there. Definitely. You know, I was thinking like it might, uh, it might actually be like, um, like it, it might actually become since it's like keeping the quality going. Hopefully it'll keep the quality going. And since, since it's keeping the quality going in terms of like you know not having like a like a like a crap sequels, even if it doesn't do as well as Groundbreak as the first one, it'll definitely develop a cult following. You know, if it already hasn't already. That that's that's just how I feel. Yeah. Guardians is past cult what? man. It's, it's, it's no, super no, 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 no. What, what I mean is what I mean is what I mean is later on. You know, like, mm-hmm. like there probably will be people saying, you know, the second one is actually the great one. I don't know, or, or, may, or maybe it is past. I, mean, I don't know. But, 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 my, mean, my, but one know. thing, one thing I was gonna say though, which I think, which I think is, um, which I think is important. Uh, Sam, you mentioned like the uh, emotional core of it, how this emotional. I think yeah. that's actually one of the keys to why it didn't. Remember, I was saying how like sometimes second season sequel things like that. It's like remember this character and what they do. Isn't that great? So that was oh, the thing. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, the the humor was a big part of it, but so much that influenced a lot. That influenced a lot of movies. They're like style of humor and all that stuff. And you could say Deadpool took it to the next level. And obviously, I love Deadpool. But like, um, but yeah, but if they if they just kept up with just making it a jokey thing, it actually would probably have felt much older. You know, much much more like this is a copycat thing. Right. The well, fact that they went that's a that was smart for them to go in the direction of the more emotional stuff. So that's a good point, Sam. A plus. I wanna. You know, add, you Thank know, you. <laughs> we all have, you know, as as virtue of, you know, being humans, but also who we are, we all have our nerd nostalgia goggles. But I have to say, it's like shocking the quality of nerd movies that we have gotten in the last like 10 years. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I'm very I mean, that. you know, starting from like Dark Knight with 2008, Batman Begins was great. But like Dark Knight is so good. And it's like maybe there hasn't been anything quite to that level. But there's been some really damn good movies since then. I mean, the whole idea, I mean, the, like, you could, you know, 
we can argue about placements of X-Men or something. The fact that we've had this many X-Men movies to show all these crazy things, to have Apocalypse in a mainstream movie. Yeah. You know, that's Well, I mean, this is just what it's... I mean, between the shows and the movies, it's just the next stage of the comic book universe. It used to be the comic book universe. They still technically have the comic books, but that's not what it was. And so now the universe is, you know, within, within you know, visual... Not visual media, um, television and film media. So, yeah. Right. All right, Sam, any final thoughts? Um, final thoughts. Um, for the, uh, for the second time in a row, Guardians of the Galaxy passes the Bechdel test. Nice. Much more strongly the second time. The first time it was like a little iffy, but the second time nailed it. All right. Well, again, I just want to recommend uh, Lindsay Ellis's uh, video for Guardians of the Galaxy 2. And, you know, this was fun. We got a chance to catch up on some movies and, you know, I guess we'll reconvene a little bit later next time we can. Certainly we'll do something for Nerdiest Movie of the Year, of course. Of course. Yeah. And uh, even if you guys haven't seen as many movies as I have, and that's fine. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Nerd you later. All right. Nerd you later. Nerd you later. <laughs>